This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. Welcome, welcome to, I'm going to do it this time, the awesome Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Terry Lips and my man Gio. I'm miserable. Why, Gio? What's the matter? I'm miserable because while you got to enjoy a nice pay-per-view and everything else, (laughs) I had to enjoy the doldrums of WCW 2000 because you idiots gave me Mark Jindra. You're so close to SummerSlam 97. Just Ezekiel Jackson left, boy. <laughs> then, then you're free. Oh, my God. You'll go down some weird road with him. Mark Jindrak. Yes, WCW 2000 was... Uh... A week off, and we'll, we'll explain that later. So There'll be... There, there, you know, we'll, we'll be doing a show next week. I just been taking a week off from doing reviews. <laughs> yes, yes. Next week, there won't be the reviews. Um, we've got a big show planned for you next week, which we're quite excited about. But we're on this week, and we've had Elimination Chamber, and obviously the Raw after that. Um, what a show. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked Elimination short, Chamber. It was a short pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, it was, what, two hours, 45 minutes or something? Shorter than Raw. Yeah, I feel like it would have been longer with the Oscar match. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm but surprised they didn't just put Peyton in to, like, have a match. They could have used Peyton. That would have made some sense, I think. But, no, they just cancelled the match. And they must have done that really late because they were talking on the pre-show about her yeah. defending. Like, didn't they say on the pre-show she was still defending it? Well, that's right, but they just didn't know who against, so I'm guessing they must have changed that really, really late. Um, and obviously, Keith Lee got pulled out at the sort of last, uh, last, last minute thing as well. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was different. But yeah, it was very short. Two and a half hours, two hours 45, I think it was. But I don't mind short blasts as long as it's entertaining, which I think Elimination Chamber was. Um, the beginning of the pre-show match was obviously a qualifying match to replace Keith Lee, uh, Elias Morrison, Ali, and Ricochet. Um, I, I thought the match was very, very good, I have to say. Um, it was a bit rushed. Um, 
which I don't think they need to do on the pre-show. They seem to rush the pre-show matches. I don't think they need to. They could get 10, 15-minute matches out of them. But um, I, I thought the four worked well together, actually. Uh, I thought they bounced off quite well. And I was really pleased with John Morrison to get the sneaky win. Uh, it obviously made sense why it was him that won like, later on. Um, but I, again, I thought it kicked off a very good, a very good match. Um, I'm not sure that Retribution have got much longer left. I think they're going to split them. I think they realize that's not worked. Um, I think Ali can handle his self we'll on his to, own. We'll but we'll get to that because that's more on Raw. Uh, but the first Elimination Chamber was up first. The SmackDown one, uh, Cesaro, Bryan, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corman, and Sami Zayn um, started with Cesaro and Bryan which was about as good as a fan could ask for, I think, out of them to start. Um, good back and forth. Um, Corbin come in, I think, next. And he just they're beat still, up people a bit. But, they're really high on uh, Cesaro, huh? I think so. Like, it seems to be. It seems to be getting more attention than previously. Like, he's always had hype. People have always respected the hell out of Cesaro. I still don't ever think he'll be world champion. I just don't think he has the personality for it. I love Cesaro. Please don't take that as a, as, as a dig. I don't think guys like Cesaro are ever world champions. You know? If guys like Mr. Perfect were never world champion, I can't see someone like Cesaro ever being a world champion. You know? I just, for me. Um, but I do love Cesaro, and he's doing really well. And as I say, the Talking Smack promo he did, probably the best promo i've seen him do again i think Heyman helped that i think Heyman seems to bring out the best of people on that talking smack did it with apollo the stuff with kevin owens was great you know i'm Big E was good you know um but yeah um corbin was in and uh, like he tapped tapped before the last two opened in only two i think only sammy was in and corbin tapped out i was quite surprised that Corbin went out first. Um, but again, I, I didn't hate it. Um, Owens and Zayn went at it a bit. And then I think Sami Zayn was next out. And then that's when the bit I really enjoyed was the big spot they gave Jey Uso against Kevin Owens. Like, he beat him up. Like, so he shut his arm in the door repeatedly and then hit him with a frog splash. I mean, it was a proper, clean, heel elimination. Do you think they're going to move Owens away to do some stuff with Jay from the back end of all the stuff with Roman? Do you think that's where that's going? I don't why, though. He doesn't need that. Who? Like, I don't... What is an Owens and Uso feud going to do? I don't know. Jay's really good at the minute. Like, would that working with someone like Owens... I mean, are they going to become a tag team again? I mean, where is Jimmy? I mean, what is Jimmy doing? Like, is he still out? I know, was it an ACL? But he's been out a long time. Or was it his shoulder? I can't remember which one. I just think at the minute, Jay needs a singles feud almost slightly away from Roman Reigns, you know? Because I think that he's got something. And I think the way they booked him to eliminate Kevin Owens was, was really strong. You know, because a lot of people thought Kevin Owens could still have won, you know. I get it, but 
I don't know, man. Be interesting. Um, and then that left the final three, which was Cesaro, Brian, and Jay. Jay Uso snuck in, hit another splash to eliminate Cesaro. So and then Jay and Brian. He did hit another splash, but Brian kicked out, and then knee, he got his knees up from one off the top of the pod, hit him with the knee. Boom. Brian was good. Cesaro definitely MVP for me from the match. I thought he was great. Um, absolutely great. And then what we knew was going to happen come and happened. Roman charged. There was a slight moment. It was a great start. Like slight moment. He had him in the bell lock. And I think any time you're watching wrestling when you're for sure that what's going to happen, you get a bit excited, didn't you? When there's a possibility it might not. And I was thinking, could he tap? Could they go with Brian? Have we been thinking all this time? No. Um, put, uh, swapped it round. Weathered the storm. Guillotine choke. Brian was out after like a minute and a half. And then obviously our first first WrestleMania match has been confirmed. Edge come down. Hit him with the spear. Edge and... Edge and uh, I, did, I had no idea they officially confirmed it. I missed... Yeah, Michael the- Cole announced it. Like pretty much about ten minutes later. Pointed at the sign and it went pew pew pew. Yeah, so it's it's Edge Roman, which I know people were saying other matches. It was only ever going to be Edge Roman for me. Like first WrestleMania with there's going to be some fans there. What they're talking like twenty five, thirty thousand, bit like the Super Bowl or something, isn't it? Um, you've got to have Edge versus Roman. It's money. Like it's the biggest face against the biggest heel right now. You know? It's money. Um, but I'm guessing with them doing Bianca Belair, which we assume will take on Sasha, seeing that she hasn't even been on Raw, I don't think. Um, both Rumble winners are on SmackDown. A bit strange. Yeah. You know? A bit strange. Um, but yeah, and Edge picked his WrestleMania opponent. So yeah, Edge Roman... I'm happy with it because like Roman right now is amazing and Edge is Edge. And it's one of them dream matches that we want to see Edge have. There's a list in there of people you want to see Edge fight. I want to see him fight Seth. I want to see him fight this version of Daniel Bryan. You know, there's, there's matches that need to happen before Edge goes for good. Um, but yeah, very, very good elimination chamber. I thought all six, six men in it were used well. Um, Corbin coming out and just beating people up Sami Zayn being a slimy heel Kevin Owens doing his stuff Jey Uso looked good Cesaro and Brian doing their thing I thought it was very very good um, very very pleased and I thought it was really good booking at the end I thought it was really really good uh, yeah. then the United States Championship match now I've said all along I'm going to pat myself on the back for this one that Riddle was walking out United States champ I had that feeling do you think though Riddle would have still won if Keith Lee had been in the match. I don't know, because I feel like they're all so high on Keith Lee. That, that's the one that gets me. I thought that Riddle was always going to win. Um, I feel like he's going to get, like, he's going to get the day with Tommy treatment now, because it seems like every time they go to push this dude, he gets hurt. Mm, or he opens his mouth, pisses someone off. <laughs> <laughs> but Riddle did win. Morrison ate the pin. Lashley was annoyed. Um, I thought it was a good match. Seeing it must have been thrown together pretty quick. 
to do the sort of eight, ten minutes that they did, um, no one really stood out and did anything special, but I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, they did make it work better than I expected. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, but Matt Riddle is your new United States champion. It was good to get it off Lashley because Lashley is much bigger than that now, um, all of a sudden. But yeah, Riddle is your United States champion. Tag team titles on the line. Ah, uh, this is what I hated. Um, so Jackson Baszler, it's Belair and Banks. I want them to stop booking the women's tag titles as a way to promote a singles feud. Absolutely. I'm tired of it. Like, I'm over it now. You know, you, you, Riot Squad, you could give them Dakota and Raquel. I'm hoping that on NXT tomorrow, they put them on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. That's what I'm hoping. Because I think NXT could use the tag titles better. I just think it would be good for the titles and to move everyone away. Or when it comes to Raw on it, but do you think they're leading to these confusing with each other? Uh, I think we're going to have to see Nia Jackson Baszler go at it because they're, they're monsters, aren't they? Almost, you know? I think, all, I think they're all going to be. I think they're going to have to see. I don't know, though. They work really well as a tag team. For me, it's kind of gone not as much. I don't love it as much, but it's a bit like how I felt about the bar. I hated putting Sheamus and Cesaro together. I hated it. I never hated Mick Foley so much in my life. But it worked. And I feel the same with Jackson Baszler. They actually make a half-decent tag team, but they're only being booked in matches to help promote solo stuff, which is like what Belair and Banks is clearly going to do. So I, is that going to be nice new thing, by the way, to like self-harass <laughs> I think so. She's going to keep landing on her hole. That's <laughs> fucking. She keeps doing this move and hurting her butt. Yeah. I think they're going to milk it for what they can. It's WWE, isn't it? They see an opportunity. We'll milk it. Um, I hated the finish. What, what is Reginald all of a sudden doing? What, what is this? Why is, it, why is he getting involved? You know? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just, it's cheap. I've, I've, I didn't mind Reginald with the Carmella thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure why he's involved in this storyline. Like, they don't need him. Banks and Belair have got enough about them that they don't need a middleman. Um, worst match of the night for me. And, it, and not because, like, like, not because of how they worked and stuff. It was just, it was, I don't know. Hopefully they put it on Dakota Kai. And Raquel Gonzalez on Wednesday. That's what I'm hoping. I'm sitting here praying. Okay, we need it. Please put the tag titles on an NXT team. I think it would just be. Um, and then it was the men's elimination chamber. Now, wasn't announced as the main event, so I thought maybe Ronda's coming back because I heard she said that she's definitely fighting again. Which good time to do that coming into WrestleMania season. Um, but. The Elimination Chamber was next, and I thought it was really bad. I actually didn't like the match. I didn't like the match. Randy Morton kicked out so fucking early. Yeah. Like, so what was he in? Um, there was just four people in the ring, was there? Drew come in to go with Hardy and Orton, then Kofi was in. 
Yeah, and then Orton went. And Orton just went. I couldn't believe it. No fiend, no nothing, no drama. Just out. Eliminated. See you later. We'll, we'll get to Raw on that also. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because Raw is the reason that Papa Shango was trending on Twitter, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I, I looked and I see Papa Shango trending and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, stop, sir. <laughs> um, fast forward to the end. It ended with sort of Seamus, AJ, and Drew. The forearm come in. So it was a bro kick. Seamus was then standing around. Forearm, Seamus out. And then he went for another forearm. And I have to say, the mid arc, when he hit that Claymore to eliminate AJ Styles, is when the match got saved. Because all the stuff after that was amazing. Um, I thought the Claymore in midair made the Claymore look like a dangerous move again. Because I just, I don't, I'm still not sure about it, Drew. But it knocked him <laughs> clean out. Drew wins and he's celebrating. <laughs> Bam. Lashley comes down, spears him, throws him around the ring, bounces his head off the announce table, gets him in the, whatever that lock is, that master lock. I just think master lock. I can't think of it as anyone else's move. I just can't. It's the master lock. And then, boom, Miz come down, cashed in money in the bank. Obviously, there was a bit before the chamber of him and MVP talking. Big setup. Skull crushing finale. Bam. He does deserve another title reign. 100%. If he's just, even if it's just transition, Miz does deserve it. What I saw on Twitter was why, like, the match being like, straight after Drew and stuff, and everyone complaining about how quickly after a beating. And I'm thinking, have you never watched the Money in the Bank cash-in? Edge did it after Cena got beaten. Ziggler did it after Del Rio was like, bust his ankle time. in a match. Um, Miz did it the first time. Yeah, Miz, Miz did it on Orton. Uh, Orton did it after a pedigree to Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns was actually in confetti when Sheamus bro-kicked him. <laughs> Celebrating, you know? Uh, Dean Ambrose did it to Seth Rollins. Wasn't that straight after the match at Money in the Bank? It was. You know? So how can they say anything about this one when literally every Money in the Bank cash-in has been that way? You know? It's been that way. Um, I'm happy for Miz. I'm very happy for Miz. Um, I thought it was a really good show. I'm really, really pleased. Uh, it opened, for me, it opened Roar up to snow so much could happen for the WrestleMania main event. Because like straight away on Twitter, everybody wants to see Lashley Brock. Do you think this is a way, as there's fans back at WrestleMania, do you think we'll see Lashley Brock at WrestleMania? We might. I mean, I where's mean, your gut telling you that the Raw main event is going? Do you think Drew now I ducks out for Lashley a bit? Brock. My call is... And I've been saying it all since this has happened. I think it's Lashley and Drew on night one, and then the winner will face Miz on night two. You think they keep the belt on Miz next week? Because I think, yeah. I don't think they'll take it off him in two weeks. I think Drew is going to interrupt that match. That's what I'm saying. He's going to interfere. Then Drew and Lashley are going to have some match at fast lane. It'll be a some sort of double DQ, double count out nonsense. 
Miz is going to be like, I ain't got no contender. And then it'll be deemed that they're going to fight each other night one to fight him on night two. Keep the belt on Miz. I could believe that because they like they trust Miz and they're quite right to. Because like, Raw you know. needs Raw's gonna need a main event on night one. For or, or not night one. Yeah, they're gonna need a main event night one. If Smack, let's say they do what they did last year, and each champion gets one night. Let's say SmackDown takes night one. Mm. Night two's Raw. So night one, Raw's gonna need a main event. What, and you don't think that's going to be Braun versus Shane McMahon? What? <laughs> <laughs> Braun must have pissed someone off. Who are you fighting this year, Braun? Shane. Is that going to be the battle of the trophies? Is, is Braun going to log out his 50-man Royal Rumble <laughs> versus the <laughs> best in the world trophy of Shane McMahon? Oh, don't do it. No. Out his Andre the didn't he win in the yeah, doesn't he yeah. bring out he'll bring out his Andre the Giant trophy? <laughs> that that feels very like, oh shit, we don't know what to do and Braun's healthy. Shane's alright for a, a work. It's a typical Shane McMahon versus a big guy who'll mm. do it for you. And we got fans and we need to we need to bring him in with a Shane McMahon dive. Yeah, need to hit a coast to coast. Need to get brought on. I, I get why it's happening. Need but... to need to fall off the hell in a cell onto a cushion. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, yeah, because they made a big deal. I mean, we may as well start talking about Raw. I suppose made a big deal on the Raw because the Raw kind of moved on from stuff. Um, it did move everything kind of along. Um. And they made quite a big deal that Miz promised him a title shot. He's got that next week. I just can't see it being a clean match. And then Miz can always use, hey, you got your match. Leave me alone. I'm the champ. See, um, I was hoping the Miz would have been like, I promised you a title shot. You're in a tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he'd do something like that. Like, just be a real shithead. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I liked Miz's promo. Get the tag match. Yeah, I thought his his promo was good. He was like, you know, all the top superstars of his era have come and gone. Batista, Cena gone. Triple H, Big Show, Lashley, Brian Edge. No one measures up. Blah blah blah. It was great. And then obviously Lashley come out, congratulated. Who allowed Miz to cash in? Um, yeah, gave him an hour to do. You know. To name the shot, grabbed him by the tie. It was good. Um, yeah, it was funny. Um, and then it kicked off. Uh, Morrison taking on Riddle straight away. Uh, Riddle again with the nice pinfall. Not really too sure what was going on at the beginning of the match. It looked like, I don't know. I don't know. There was weird, some kicks that each man did. And I don't know. It was just weird. And then they sort of got into it towards the end. It's a pretty good match. Um, but the beginning was just a bit weird for me. Um, R-Truth tried to like come up with a ref on Bad Buddy, who, by the way, Bad Buddy, what a star. I'm guessing that they're pushing Gaza to be Bad Buddy's opponent at WrestleMania, is what I'm assuming, because of like the Latin market is going to be high on that, no? Heel Gaza, who they're really high on. Bad Bunny has a lot of attention. 
Yeah, I'm assuming. I don't know where Priest fits into it, and I'm a bit worried that Priest is going to get lost well, in this. You're telling me it's not going to be Miz versus Bad Bunny for the championship? No, I don't think so. Come on now. <laughs> I don't 24 think so. 7 versus <laughs> Universal Champion. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Think of the headlines, bro. Sorry, I'm watching a lot of WCW this week. Oh, so, gonna, I can't wait to hear what you made of 2000. Because no, it was bad it. when we watched it in 2000. Can you imagine what it looks like now? <laughs> I mean, in the year 2000, we were all sitting there me, like, what the fuck? Let me use my Vince Russo voice and say, come on, bro. You don't see... Miz versus Bad Bunny will get in the mags, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there was a Vigenette, Rhea Ripley. It was just announced by Vigenette that she's on to Raw. Amazing. So you, think, you think maybe she's going to win it from Asuka and then it'll be her and Charlotte? I don't know. I... I don't know, because I, I don't know what they're doing with Charlotte. I don't know what they're doing with Oscar. I can't see them doing another triple threat. I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I think she is going to get a title shot. I think her and Rhea Ripley is going to be in that picture straight away. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. But yeah, she's definitely coming. Um, now, obviously, the bit that we were going to talk about, we had New Day versus Retribution again. Um, the match was boring. I don't even want to... I don't even remember the match. I watched it, but I can't remember it. I know that, you know, New Day was celebrating. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know. But I zoned out. Um, but afterwards, Ali was pretty pissed. Uh, he's saying things like, how much longer are they going to do this? Um, how much longer he must deal with the crap throws the mic he says they fail over and over again left the ring do you think they're done? maybe like but what happens with Drakovich and Madden because they're actually really good wrestlers do you think they just go back to you know, Madden and Drakovich because like you know you look at some of the stuff Drakovich was doing on NXT with Keith Lee it's amazing like, the call-up was deserved. Into this gimmick, not so much. Um, I think it's done. I think they, they had something. They booked it badly. They rushed it. They haven't used them where they should. You know, like, if he hated Kofi so much, they should have had him beat him up during the gauntlet match or something because they're against the system. They, should, they could have used them better into situation, you know? Um... So do they all just take their mask off and reveal who they are, or do we pretend this didn't happen? I, I don't think it would be difficult for us to pretend it never happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be tough. Um, I just worry, like, I mean, does Madden just go back to the commentary booth? Like, I've seen him wrestle now. Like, I'm still really keen to see Djokovic and Madden do some stuff. I mean, I, I think Shane Thorne will just vanish. I honestly do. I think that's too, too many attempts now to do something with him that failed. Um, but Djokovic and, um, and Madden are good. I think they just split. They could maybe keep some of the attitude 
that they've got from Retribution to move forward. I think Ali will be fine. I think he's he's he looked really good. He's been the only bright spot from it for me. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah. and then there was a bit more of the Pierce approved ultimatum. Um, Miz says he wants a week. Um, and I think that, that's why the match was made. But then Braun Strowman come out <laughs> and says he deserves a title match. And it's clear that Pierce and Shane have some kind of vendetta because they didn't put him in the elimination chamber. And then Shane come out for whatever reason. Um, he wants everyone to chill, tells Adam to tighten things up and tells Braun that he's basically an idiot. <laughs> As he called him Braun Strowman an idiot and said the, the elimination chamber was from WWE champs and Braun was never a champ. And he said that Shane sucks, Miz sucks, Lashley sucks. Wants his title but shot. Braun, was... Braun technically was a champ just on the other brand. So he's not WWE? Because that's not the WWE title. I think that's what the point they were trying to make. Um, and then Shane said if Braun could beat Lashley... Next week will be Broad versus Lashley versus Miz. And watching Miz like stop smiling into like fear was was actually quite funny. Um so yeah. And then there was a cheap shot from Lashley, like a little chop block on the way out. So is John Morrison gonna be the new Alex Riley? <laughs> oh. You went there. Is oh. that what you're doing now? Can you imagine? Morrison deserves so much. But yeah, I suppose at the minute he is. I assume at the back end of this, it will lead to Ms. Morrison's split. And they fight a bit, which will be fine. Um, but yeah. Um, Hurt Business stayed in the ring. Well, Cedric and Shelton, uh, they took on the Lucha House Party in a tornado tag. Um, it was pretty good. And I like the end with Grand Metalik tagging in Lindsay Dorado for no reason whatsoever. It's a tornado tag. What are you doing? I had flashes of Greg the Hammer Valentine trying to pin that dude. <laughs> Just, it was a tornado tag and Metalik was tag, tagged out to Lindsay Dorado. Man, am I starting to miss having to get stuck doing that? <laughs> um, yeah, quite funny. It was, it was a bit lackluster. Uh, but the tornado tag happened. And then Angel Gaza um, against Damian Priest. Um, I actually I actually really enjoyed this match. I like Damian Priest. I am a big fan of Angel Gaza. I think he's a hugely talented young man. Um, wrestling point of view, I thought it was a really, really good match. Um, the, yeah, really good match. I just, yeah, the stuff with Bad Bunny, I am assuming that It'll be Gaza, Bad Bunny. I just don't know where Priest fits in. I don't know if they make a tag. Maybe Andrade comes back and helps Gaza. Who knows? Andrade, Priest would always be fun. Um, and then, like, the 24-7 normal lot come out. Akira went down. Humberto went down. Gulak went over the top. Blah, blah, blah. Bad Bunny, actually, I think, threw Gulak out. So, yeah, the normal 24-7 stuff. But I want to give a shout-out to the Gaza-Priest match from a wrestling point of view, it was really, really good. Um, right, and we returned after that nonsense. Um, Randy Orton was backstage talking about failure, word he's familiar with. 
<laughs> Don't start choking. Don't do it, Gio. <laughs> Leave that to Orton, okay? <laughs> oh, so Orton was was talking, and um, then he started like choking up a bit, not by the fiend, but by Alexa Blisto or something, and then some black goo from flying out of his mouth. I've seen this before. Yeah, and then Papa Shango started trending pretty damn quick. <laughs> I don't know. It was, um, it was. Although it was utterly ridiculous, I liked it. It was a nice pro. It was a good promo. Nice, nice. Promo. Um, I thought it was good. It moves that along well. I just the black. What was it? Just ooh, can you imagine whatever he had in his mouth? He'd been in there all that time. Um. Yeah. God. Um, yeah, Papa Shango goo just come oozing out of Orton's mouth. Um, and then after that, there was a little bit of the announcement of uh, Lacey being pregnant and stuff. Um, and then uh, Charlotte what and Oscar. Promo, yeah. 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 What a promo. Yeah. 100%. Like, that's all I can say. It's one of Charlotte's better promos. Yeah. And that's why it confused me, like, what they're doing with her. Like, I don't feel like she's in any way near the title scene. I don't think she was considered. I think she was going to do something with Lacey all the way through. Maybe, like you said, winner of Charlotte Lacey take on Oscar later. You know? Um, I feel like they're going to do something like that, but only because, like I said, Raw on one of the nights doesn't get a main event. Yeah. You know, if they're doing it like they did last year, that means one of the one title will be on the line one night and the other will be on the line the other night. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. They need to fix whatever the other show is, you know? And I feel like night two is going to be Edge's big hurrah. So I, I don't know how they're going to do this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a bit up in the air um, at the moment with Raw. I just, I don't know. I just, and what they're doing with Oscar. I'm guessing, you know, the big boot hitting Oscar. Is that going to start that one? And they've got Rhea Ripley coming. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um I'm guessing that that boot is what Charlotte is going to be Charlotte Oscar, but I don't know. And Oscar, she's done nothing all year. You know that, that poor girl. She's been champ. And she, who has she wrestled? When's the last time you saw Oscar wrestling not in a tag team match? I can't, I can't even, I can't even remember. I don't know. And yet she's supposed to care about the tag titles. I don't know. It's just, it's poor. It's poor. It's poor. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like the promo, like the stuff she did with Ric Flair that was after the Hardy Sheamus match. It was a good match. It's Sheamus winning. That was filler. It was decent though. Um, the stuff with Flair was quite good. Uh, between the Flairs was really good. And it was, I think the reason that it was so good is because it looked like it was real. Like the promo looked like it wasn't scripted. It felt like it was Charlotte. 
you know? Yeah. For me. I think that's it's the one of them promos that wrestlers have. Maybe in the situation that she's in, like being a flair, like, yeah, go home, Rick, and yeah. I think it was I think it was good. It was needed, because maybe that is the end of Ric Flair. Maybe it is time for him to go home, you know? Um Yeah. Dunno. Uh then the, there's a tag team, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Naomi Lana, who did the double X Factor. Did it in sync. It was pretty much you know, I don't know. That match was dull. Match was dull. Um, uh, Omos speeding up Ricochet. Then again, it was just then Raw, just kind of I don't know. It was it was it was a bit garbage. Charlotte's backstage promo was about the best bit. Lashley versus uh, Braun. Um, Lashley won. Uh, they did a lot of stuff. The match was only four minutes fourteen. They did a lot of stuff in that four minutes because there was like a flatliner, there was the power slam, elbow. Yeah, it was a big suplex, clotheslines. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff for four minutes. Um, And Braun took the fall, which I'm really, you know, I was quite surprised. Big spear, Braun just eating. Yeah, because this, now what they're booking is the Lashley we've all wanted. And we've been crying on about this. Do you think this is MVP's work, though, that's got Lashley to this point? Or do you think it's just been, we've had to be patient, we were always going to do not, this? I, I'm not a Lashley fan, and I've told you this. So, yeah, I'd say it's MVP helping him, because the dude's got no charisma. Mm. Yeah, just, but yeah, uh, with, with MVP, seems to bring out a different version of him. You know, for me, I just I, MVP because MVP was literally only coming back for a rumble appearance and to sh- fight Rey Mysterio because that's his son's favorite wrestler and he wanted to fight his son's favorite wrestler. That was the deal. <laughs> that was the deal. Was a rumble appearance and a match with Rey Mysterio the next night so his son could see him fight Rey Mysterio. And now look, like MVP was making money in the bank matches. <laughs> it just MVP just took over the whole damn thing. Um, this is like the TNA MVP, but with like actual money and support behind it. You know, this is actually BDC. <laughs> they have actually created BDC, and I love it. Um, but yeah, that's where wrestling is. That's where WWE. Is. I'm quite pleased. Um, other bits of news I've got written down. Obviously, Anna uh, Anna J AEW. She's out for like up to a year. They're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the sh- is that the shoulder injury though that Cena got when they said he was out forever and then he come back I at the Rumble? So. It yeah, sounds like the same so. sort of thing. Um, yeah, they're saying six to twelve months is the news I've got written down. Shame because like she's one of the best probably that they've got on there but yeah not uh not too good for her i don't have much news written down i'm what i'm excited to hear is... no 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 <laughs> oh oh no wcw well mark jindrak we didn't you know the deal wasn't wcw 2000 no but i told you <laughs> it leads me down these holes and it's more of i report on what the fuck i'm watching yeah. more than actual person 
because it's more interesting. <laughs> yeah, because like you watch a Mark Jindrak match back in there, you're like, okay, it's just a Mark Jindrak match. But Gio obviously likes to dive into his reviews. <laughs> so what, did, what kind of stuff did you see, my man? So many stipulation matches. <laughs> Why? Why? What? Why did Vince Russo like putting things on poles and, and, and contracts and hairs and masks and why? I don't know. What's that? Why, why was Monday Night for three fucking hours? I can't go through one. It no. Yeah, because it was, it was some weird stuff, wasn't that the? The, that was the year they did the, the tag tournament with the lethal lottery rules, weren't it? And stuff. <laughs> ah, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Medusa was the cruiserweight champ at some point, weren't it, as well? Oh, no. See, I didn't have to watch that. Oh, okay. You didn't go that uh, far, yeah? That, <laughs> no, that was before Russo and before Marjindrak showed up. Right. I only had to watch when Mark Jindrak showed up. And he showed up during that new blood in millionaires feud. And it, oh, God. Oh, so what? Did you get to see? Was it? What was Shane Holmes's group with Shadow Moore? Three count. count, baby. I told you. I told you this week. That was the <laughs> only saving fucking grace. And they were really annoying. But they, I mean, they're hugely talented. All three of them. Who was the third guy? It was courageous. Uh, ah, ever courageous, Shannon Moore. Courageous. Yeah, Shannon Moore and Helms. Talented boys. Um. <laughs> that was that was good. And then I, I'd get stuck with stuff like, well, let's give them Tank Abbott as a manager. And Tank Abbott's gonna cut holes in his titties. And it's just it was everyone jumping ship that year, wasn't it? That was the year when Ben Ward gave his notice like twenty four hours. After a match that he'd won and Regal Bloody lost to Jim Duggan, didn't he? And then he'd left. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Heroes lighting people on fire. Sid Vicious losing the, losing the title, went it in his bags at the airport. <laughs> Wrestling Lex Luthor without no title around. Sid <laughs> Vicious jumping off a top rope. And what was Mark Jindrak doing on all this, though? Where was he? Mark Jindrak during all this was either a tag team champion at one point or he was, like, in the stable itself of the Impact players. And then they did the whole, at the end there, they were, like, Ric Flair's groupie guys. Because Ric Flair had, like, I think he called it, like, the Magnificent Seven or something, where it was, like, Jeff Jarrett and them and like the, their whole mission was to try to take over WCW. It was a nobody. Bad it was like, Scott Stump champion and God. I, what was, do you remember what was the one? Was that uncensored when they had the strap match where Hogan only touched three and pinned Ric Flair instead? <laughs> 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 oh no. I'm sure that's what it was, wasn't it? There was a tag match. No, a strap match, even. Well, it's a touch all four corners. 
Hogan won by giving him a leg drop and pinning him. Yeah, I know he he touched three and then hit him with the leg drop and pinned him. I remember (laughs) watching that like, I have to stop now. (laughs) I'm done. Canyon had fake DDP wig and nose and he was pretending (laughs) to be the age. (laughs) Oh, God. Mike Mike Awesome debuted, didn't he, in April? And (laughs) didn't he debut before his contract was up and they have to pay a fine? Didn't they pay a big fine for using Mike Awesome from ECW? They had to A, mention that he was ECW champion, and B, they had to, like, pay out his contract. God. And then that that led to a WWE guy, Taz, beating a WCW guy, Mike Awesome, in an ECW ring. (laughs) For the ECW title. Like, they... Literally, Paul Heyman literally got to borrow Taz for one night from Vince McMahon to do this. And Vince was like, well, hell yeah. I'll let a WWE guy go over a WCW guy. I'm all for it. Amazing. (laughs) So we have WCW versus WWE in an ECW ring for an ECW title. (laughs) What happened to the year 2000, man? It all went to shit. Because that was the year of like the new blood was like, which was, was Russo and Bischoff's thing, wasn't it? Yeah, the new blood. There was four fucking weeks in a row where some red group came out, out of the ceiling and just rained on everybody like a, like it was supposed to be like the blue bloodbath, but it was worse. It was like the, it was like the, the new blood, whatever it was, and it would just come from the ceiling and pour on everybody. It was gross. Yeah. Oh God, I I had a drink to watch some of this, yeah. and I I don't like to drink. <laughs> I I. And that was the year when they uh, didn't they get in trouble when Chris Canyon got thrown off the cage because it was the same arena as. Oh, yes, incident, I was about to say, that was that. They decided at the same arena that Owen Hart fell from a ceiling to do an angle where Mike Awesome threw Chris Canyon off the triple dagger cage, and then they used the same the same voice that they used for the Owen Hart thing, where they're like, mm. "It isn't coming up. That, yeah. that, 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 that wasn't supposed to happen." Oh, just that's. I think this is Vince Russo at his like worst and craziest. What are you doing? Yeah. Don't do that. Because the thing was is that at the time of the Owen Hart thing, Russo was writing for WWE, wasn't he? And then this happens when he's writing for WCW. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what is happening? It's only been a year. What are you doing? Ah, it was awful. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, I just that was yeah, Stamboree, wasn't it? And of yeah. course, Dave, David Arquette was champ and beat Tank Abbott. And just. Yeah, it, it was at this point. I think everyone knew during this year that it was over. The best part of David Arquette being champion is they got a free promo from Keanu Reeves. Because they were, they were filming a movie 
with with David Arquette and everything. Like he was filming, I think it was like three thousand miles to Graceland or something. So they did a promo on the movie set with him in the title, and then like Keanu Reeves walks by and he's like, "What the hell is that?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm the WCW champion." And he just laughs at him and then gets walloped with a chair. So they they got a free promo from Keanu Reeves, but in David Arquette's defense, he donated every single dollar he had to Owen Hart's family. Oh, really? Like the 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 man wanted nothing. Like he wanted nothing more than to just give back to wrestling. Like hmm. he he was he really was like um. I didn't know, like, there was no plan for him to be WCW champion. The whole thing came about, they were at a fucking production meeting, and they would give, they were just tossing ideas around, and I think Tony Schiavone or something jokingly was like, well, fuck it. At this point, we might as well just put it on fucking David Arquette. Vince Russo apparently was just like, good idea, bro. Because <laughs> that was like, he won that. That was the month when, like, the title like changed hands like four or five times, wasn't it? Like, that's, Flair, that's Flair got stripped, and Jarrett got given it, and then I think Nash beat him, who gave it back to Flair, and then Jarrett won it back, and that was all in the space of like two weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was, it was weird. Ah, it was, it was awful. I mean, the second time when Daphne won the cruiserweight, I think that was one of the last things I stopped when I actually stopped watching. Daphne won the Cruiserweight Championship, pinning Crowbar. You, you and I stopped watching after that. I was like, that's it. They just killed their Cruiserweight division, which they had such a good one. And that was like the second woman to win the Cruiserweight title. And I was like, all right, no. No. I'm, and maybe G.I. Bro. G.I. Bro was good, wasn't it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you know he, he, he sued, I think, I don't know if it was Call of Duty or he sued, he sued some video game company because they used that character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just... I don't know. But, it was uh, bad. Um, like, even, like, even when they tried to turn Goldberg heel, weren't it? They were like, we beat up Jim Duggan's kidneys, which was like his kidney because he'd been battling kidney cancer and something so they got him to punch his kidneys didn't they loads to try and turn him heel and he didn't turn anyone heel it just was like dude like how disrespectful can you be do you think like do you think though if vince russo hadn't been there do you think wcw could have pulled their ass out do you blame vince russo or who do you blame to me i've always said that Vince Russo got on a, he was on a Titanic that already hit the iceberg. Okay, so you think it was going to go but down anyway? After after nineteen, after the finger poke of doom back in ninety during during ninety nine, it just kind of went down. Mm. We're already hemorrhaging money, and Vince Russo just attached himself on, and he threw shit at the wall, and none of it worked. None of it worked. People ask, they say, you know, it's Vince Russo. And yes, Vince Russo was great. He came up with great storylines and everything. But the problem is, in WWE, he had Vince McMahon, and he had Pat Patterson, and he had people to go, 
That's fucking stupid. Don't we're we're not putting that on the air. We're in WCW. He just wrote it and got to put it on the air. Yeah, no one could control him. He could just do what the hell he wanted. You know, WWE, they had like Vince, they had Shane, they had Pat Patterson, they had all these people that would just go, I like that. No, that's not good. That was the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, and he just kept trying to make the Attitude Era in WCW, and it just wasn't working. He literally took Road Dog's brother and tried to make him Road Dog. Yeah. He called him, like, Buzz or something, and, like, he would come out and be like, it's the B-U-double-Z, and it was like, no, stop. This is just Road Dog. <laughs> You're doing Road Dog gimmick. <laughs> like, it was a dreadlock wig, like, ah. Oh. God, it was, that's scary. And in amongst that, Mark Jindrak was actually doing, wasn't he in the Natural Born Thrillers? Where he was Stasiak and um, yeah. Sean O'Hare. Because O'Hare and Jindrak were the tag team, innit? I know when the Alliance came, it was O'Hare and Palumbo, but the original tag team, the one that won the titles was O'Hare and Jindrak. They won the tag team title. Yes. Um, it was Palumbo and Stasiak were a team, and uh, O'Hare and Jindrak were a team. Yeah, and then they had like... Um, and then they, they, Johnny the Bull Stamboli was in the thrillers as well, weren't he? No, no. No? No, he was in the. He did that thing with Vito, and then ah, uh, yeah. He actually funny you mention him. I've never said this one. He's a dude that has me blocked. What Johnny the Bull? Yes. How do you get blocked by the Bull? Come on, man. Okay. So what happened was, <laughs> it was back when Cameron fucking was doing like she was posting all this stuff about how or her and Ryback were posting all this stuff about how wrestlers should all get the same pay regardless if they're the main event and like he said something and then I disagreed with it and he called me a name and I turned around and went well this is the dude who broke his ass doing a fucking doing a, a fucking leg drop off a top rope and then he blocked me <laughs> He Man, he, you've been blocked by some of the full-blooded Italians. Ah, oh. he broke his ass doing a move off the. And then I called him relic, and he, he was like not having it. I was Jeez. like, "Hey, nobody, nobody remembers relic in DNA either, fucker." <laughs> I think was it in? Um, yeah, relic was in Lucha Libra as well, wasn't it? That was Donnie the Bull. Jesus, I forgot about that. That was like the last thing he did, wasn't it? That Reddick <laughs> stuff. He hasn't done anything since then, I don't think, has he? But like, yeah, no, the whole argument was like, that was back when Ryback got fired and Cameron got fired because they were like, well, the pre-show people should get paid just as much as the main event. And I was like, stop. You fucking stop now. There's no way of uh, uh, Adam Rose should be getting the same pay as a Triple H. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. the stupidest argument I've heard. Yeah. Is his name really? It's I'm John like, Hugger, isn't it? God. Johnny the Bull. 
just dumb things. That it, it's all, it all leads to dumb things right back is done. And that is by far the stupidest dying that I've ever heard from him was like, well, the main event people should get paid the same, or the, the, the pre-show people should get paid the same as the main events. And I was like, I've watched pre-shows back then. They had, like, Justin Gabriel and Adam Rose. Are you telling me they're in the same pay rate as Triple Triple H, a John Cena, or Randy Orton? Come the fuck on. Mm. You're telling me Adam Rose's buddy should be getting paid the same amount of money for doing that show as John Cena? Like, come, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in amongst all that, about Jindrak, obviously the main thing, the thing that people remember of Mark Jindrak is um, him yes, not getting into evolution. Okay. Yeah. He had what would have been a great fucking gimmick in the WWE. And then they fucking ruined it and gave him fucking Roddy Piper. Mm. But he had like, it was like the devil's advocate. Like he came out in a fucking suit. In a white background, it would just be like, "Go ahead, take those drugs. Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah, everybody's doing them anyway. Just, just do the drugs. You know, you're gonna <laughs> anyway. Or like, there was one week where he was like, "Cheat on your wife. She ain't watching the show with you anyway. Who cares? <laughs> She'll love you more when you come home and give her some anyway after you give it to this lady." <laughs> it's okay. Like, there was this whole gimmick where he was like the devil's advocate, like giving bad advice. <laughs> what was that? Um, was that when he was doing the reflection of perfection? No. Oh, that, I loved that though. The narcissist <laughs> was great. <laughs> he did do. He was in Team Angle. He was part of Team Kurt Angle. Yeah, with Luther Reigns and stuff, he did some stuff. I remember seeing that. Wasn't that some of the last stuff he did? Like Jindrak and, they, and they Reigns? Shot. Yeah, I got to watch them shoot Big Show with a tranquilizer dart. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got him with a trank like it was protruding out of his back. Yeah. Do you think he blew himself, though? Because obviously he didn't get into evolution because Triple H said he lacked maturity and that he was dragging Orton down. Oh you my God. Do you think that's yes. what killed him? A, I watched that too. He was supposed to be an evolution and they did mm. the video and everything. Yep. And then it apparently so him weird. and Orton were just fucking about too much. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Triple H is even sound like Randy Orton and Mark Jindrak dealing with them was like dealing with two high school kids. <laughs> it's just one. What makes them pick one though? Because look at Orton, how Orton's gone on. Do you, I you know what it was? is Randy Orton had the fucking, the it factor to it. He had a shit attitude, but he fucking grew. Yeah, and I suppose his dad's useful. Useful who your dad is no, maybe in I, some situations. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't apologize the shady shit he did, like pooping in people's bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey. Mark Jindrak, or as maybe some of you knows, Marco Corleone. He's no more. I think he, he's only just finished, really. I think a couple of years ago. Um, he hasn't wrestled since 2018. Marky Corleone. Yeah, he, was, he did some 
I tried to see if I can do some triple A for you to see what he was doing, but I, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, because he did the whole the Lucha Libre stuff. He did the reality show, didn't he? The Lucha Libre U L USA. I think he was on that as well. <laughs> I, I did. I do remember watching that back in the day because they had it wasn't even for him. They had this dude on there called R.J. Brewer, whose gimmick was like a conservative leftist who just wanted to abolish Lucha Libres, and he would like throw the border and cut promos at the border and be like, you stupid mad wrestlers ain't getting over here. Stop taking our jobs. Oh my God. Like it was literally what the dude believed in. Like he was like a really hardcore dude like that. But it, like it was, it was basically what they were doing with Alberto Del Rio and, and Swagger and all that back then. Wow, where like Swagger was doing the same thing. That's pretty much where this idea came from. Like it was, it was literally for USA, and like the dude would just march around the border and be like, "I'm tired of these literally stealing the American jobs of the wrestlers." <laughs> We don't even know if oh, they're getting man. double pay because they're, they're putting on two masks or one mask. Like, it was so bad. God. Yeah. I Listen, that's a whole nother discussion, that show, man. They had midget weddings and oh, some we might, midget... We might, have to, we might have to take <laughs> that stuff out, you know? Some, some midget <laughs> married... Some midget, some midget got Rocket Khan drunk and married her. It was, it was quite quite an interesting show. We may have to dig that out. We'll put that on the list. I I may even watch that with you. How's that? <laughs> um, right. There's no reviews next week. We know Ezekiel Jackson and SummerSlam '97 are on the list, but next week we don't want to say too much. We have a very very um, exciting guest. Um, Geo, you want to you want to tell us who's on the show next week? One of my friends, um, Ryan, his name's Ryan J. Barber. He goes by Ryan, Ryan OJB. He's right now, he is the only Twitch guy that does a wrestling universe, but is actually doing a wrestling universe that's attached to an actual wrestling company that's championship wrestling for Memphis. And like, I'm going to pick his brain about that more next week on mm. how this is a thing and how, you know. Me and you were in so many other Twitch places, but what this dude is doing, he's actually representing an actual wrestling league that sponsors mm. him to do it virtually as well. Which is huge, which is a great idea. And he seems to, he, he seems to do it really, really well. Like he does it really, really well. Um, it's been quite exciting to pick his brains about it all. So we're really, really excited about that. So it'll be slightly different. We will obviously touch, touch on what happens in the week. But we're, as I say, we're very, very excited to have on a very talented content creator with a very, very unique idea. Um, yeah, so we're really excited for that. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. I think I'm going to go yeah. and be awesome like The Miz. We're still waiting for Eva Marie to come back. And, no, uh, we're not. <laughs> And Gio's got no. a week off, so we might actually see him in Discord being normal. <laughs> he may <laughs> actually be all right. Because I'm like, I'm either in a bad mood 
or this wrestling stuff has really like depressed me. <laughs> because I just, right. I well, was hard, man. Enjoy your week off, and we'll see you next week. All right, my man. Yeah.